0: Courtesy of oddshark.com. For entertainment purposes only, past performance doesn't guarantee future results. For gambling issues, call 1 800 Gambler or go to GamblersAnonymous.org. I'm gonna keep on the run, I'm gonna have me some fun It cost me my very last time. If I wind up broke will, I'll always remember That I had a swingin' time right, I'm gonna give it everything I've got Lady, Luck, please let the dice stay hot Let me shoot a seven with every shot sign Beaver Las Vegas Beaver Las Vegas Beaver Las Vegas Beaver. Super Bowl 58 and it's our final pick of the 2023 season. It takes place at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. The San Francisco 49ers take on the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending champions. The Niners are favored by two and a half points. This is a rematch of a COVID affected 2020 meeting where Kansas City won their second Super Bowl by beating the same Niners. This time around, they're the defending champions who are looking for a fourth Vince Lombardi trophy and look to join the Giants, Green Bay, Dallas, San Francisco, and Pittsburgh as the only teams with four or more Super Bowls. Meanwhile, the 49ers look to join the Steelers as six-time champions. The Chiefs are the slight underdogs this time around. Let's take a look at both teams from top to bottom, starting with the quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes' legacy continues to build into legendary status as he won his first playoff games on the road. Now he can join Tom Brady, Terry Bradshaw, and Joe Montana as the only quarterbacks to win three Super Bowls with a win this Sunday. The season wasn't his best, but he did throw for over 4,000 yards and 31 touchdowns. What was unusual for Mahomes was the turnovers. He gave up 15 this season, the highest number of his career. On the flip side, Brock Purdy continues to stun critics with his stellar play. He put up some MVP-type numbers this season with over 4,200 yards passing and 31 touchdowns on the year. A win by Purdy would make him the lowest-drafted starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Kurt Warner was the only undrafted starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl title. When it comes to who gets the advantage, you have to go with the three-time champion Mahomes and the Chiefs in this category. Moving on to the running backs for the Chiefs, they've struggled with the ground game even in their Super Bowl victories, but this time around, second-year pro Isaiah Pacheco has given the team an immediate improvement this season. He rushed for nearly a thousand yards and scored seven touchdowns on the year. Clyde Edwards-Helaire gave them options on third down, and if needed, Mahomes can put in a big run if none of his receivers are open. Still Kansas City was 19th in the league in rushing yards in 2023. As for the Niners, the big story was Christian McCafferty. He put up some big numbers, over 1400 rushing yards and 14 touchdowns this season. Since being traded from Carolina to San Francisco, McCafferty has amazed over 2500 rushing yards making that transaction one of the best put together. When healthy, Elijah Mitchell gives the Niners some depth. With the team being third in the league in rushing, this category is a no-brainer on who gets the advantage, and that's San Francisco. Moving on to receivers, both of these teams are at the top of the league in this category. KC ranked sixth in passing yards. Tight end Travis Kelsey has been a reliable target for Mahomes. He leads the team in receptions and yards, and just missed the 1,000-yard mark this season. Rookie Rod receiver Rasheed Rice was also one of Mahomes' targets. He led the team in touchdown receptions with seven. Other wideouts Mahomes relies on are Justin Watson, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Jarek McKinnon. As for the 49ers, they rank fourth in the league in passing yards. They also have two 1,000-yard receivers. Brandon Ayuk led all receivers with 75 catches and over 1,300 yards. He's tied with Debo Samuel and Christian McCafferty with seven receiving touchdowns. Tight end George Kittle is the other big target for Brock Purdy with over a 1,000 yards and six touchdowns on the year. Juan Jennings and Ray Ray McLeod are just some of the other targets Purdy has to choose from. The two teams are evenly matched in the air. But with the Chiefs receivers, with the exception of Kelsey, they've had trouble catching the ball. This leads us to give the slight advantage to San Francisco. The Kansas City offensive line consists of set Creed Humphrey, Nick Algaretti, and Trey Smith at both guards, and Donovan Smith and Jawan Taylor at both tackle positions. Overall, they were responsible for giving Mahomes lots of protection in passing, and they were ninth in the lead in total yards with 351.3 yards per game. In addition, the O line allowed only 28 sacks on Mahomes this season, good for second in the league. The San Francisco offensive line consists of Jake Brendel at center, Aaron Banks and Spencer Buford at both guards, and Trent Williams and Colton McKivitz in both tackle positions. The O line has done an outstanding job protecting Brock Purdy, allowing only 34 sacks in the year. The high rushing and reception numbers, along with consistent protection, gives the 49ers a slight edge in this category. Switching sides to defense, Kansas City only gave up 17.3 points per game. That's the second lowest point total in the league this season. Their defensive line consists of defensive ends Doris Kaloftis and Mike Dana, along with defensive tackles Chris Jones and Neil Farrell. Both Caloptis and Jones leads the team with 10.5 sacks on the year. San Francisco's front defensive force is just as lethal. Nick Bosa is the team leader in sacks with 10.5. Chase Young is the other edge rusher. The Niners acquired him in a midseason trade with Washington, and he's recovered nicely after a couple of injury-plagued years. The defensive tackles are Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave. The defense for the Niners have only allowed 17.5 points per game good enough for third in the league having said that we call this category even both teams rely on nickelback defenses with very few linebackers in the middle nick bolton was on the chiefs ir list after he suffered a dislocated wrist in late october which required surgery he returned to action on december 9th and helped the team win the afc west division title Leo Chenal is the other linebacker, he had 35 tackles and 3 sacks on the year. On the Niners side, Fred Warner leads the team in tackles with 132, 82 of those were solo. He also had 2.5 sacks and 4 interceptions on the season. Demetrius Flanagan Fowles is the other linebacker for the Niners. Both Kansas City and San Francisco have very effective game plans on defense thanks to coordinators Steve Spagnuolo for the Chiefs and Steve Wilkes for the Niners, which also makes this category even. Moving on to the secondary, the Chiefs were fourth in the league in passing yards allowed per game. Their defensive backs consist of Laarius Sneed and Trent McDuffie at cornerback. Justin Reed at strong safety and Mike Edwards at free safety. They only managed eight interceptions in the year with Snead the leader in that category with two picks. Meanwhile, the Niners have much more success in the secondary, leading the league with 22 interceptions. Cornerback Shavarius Ward leads the team with five picks, Diomedo Lenore is the other cornerback with De'Air Brown and Tashawn Gibson, the other secondary players at safety. The numbers of picks on the Niners side gives them the advantage in this category. Moving on to special teams, Harrison Butker has been one of the most consistent kickers in the NFL, hitting 94% of his attempts this season, including 5-for-5 five five from 50-plus yards out. Punter Tommy Townsend has averaged 47.1 yards per punt. Meanwhile, former Giants Richie James and Katarius Tony have split the return duties. For the Niners, rookie kicker Jake Moody made 84% of his attempts, most notably his 41-yard field goal attempt in Cleveland was missed and gave the Niners their first loss of the season during Week 5. Punter Mitch Wisnowski averaged 47.7 yards per punt and only had two touchbacks this year. Debo Samuel and Ray Ray McLeod handled return duties. If the game got down to the final play, you can bet the Kansas City special teams would be in better shape than San Francisco. I give KC the edge in this category. Moving on to coaching, Andy Reid heads to his 5th Super Bowl and 4th with Kansas City. This season he replaced Eric Biennemi as offensive coordinator with former Chicago Bears head coach Matt Nagy. As a result, KC's offense dropped off slightly. But the Chiefs adjusted and recovered to an 11-6 finish and three wins to get them back to the big game. Another win and he just might retire on top of his game. As for the Niners, head coach Kyle Shanahan is part of head coaching royalty. His father Mike coached the Denver Broncos to two straight Super Bowl titles in the late 90s. This team may be the best Kyle has ever coached in his seven-year career in San Francisco. Shanahan signed a contract extension until 2027, and we could be seeing the Niners in more championship games or even Super Bowls during that time. My only concern was playing catch-up, which the Niners were able to adjust after being behind in their last two games. It would be a test of wills between the two field marshals in Reed and Shanahan. But as we said earlier, Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo is the wild card in all of this. As he's been able to handle high scoring offenses, and that's going back to his game winning plan against New England in Super Bowl 42 with the Giants. For that, we give Kansas City the advantage. And And it wouldn't be a story in the super bowl if we didn't talk about pop superstar taylor swift especially with her relationship with chiefs tight end travis kelsey some critics have claimed that the team's fortunes or misfortunes have been riding high on the grammy winning senior in fact some anti-swifters have been making ridiculous claims that the wins by kc was in a script and all this was pre-planned a claim that NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell called nonsense, as far as whether the Chiefs have an advantage with her as a fan or with her so-called Swifties, we call it irrelevant. What we will talk about in our intangibles or a distinct advantage away from the field is preparations. The Niners were not impressed with the practice field they were using to prepare for Sunday's big game. They've been using the University of Nevada Las Vegas football practice field and alleging that the surface was overly soft and improperly prepared by the league in advance of the big week. The Chiefs are considered the home team for the Super Bowl and that grants them the use of the Las Vegas Raiders facilities for their practices. NFL Commissioner fired back at those assessments during his State of the League news conference on Monday, defending the field as having met the proper thresholds required for practice and was unanimously approved. It also doesn't help that the UNLV practice field is outside, and weather conditions have been rating most of the week while the Raiders practice facilities are indoors. Regardless of the conditions, both teams should be well prepared for this game, leading me to give an even call on this category. And that leads us to our final pick of the season. The Niners are at best when they take an early lead and they lean on their defense and running game to wear down the opposition. But San Francisco has been forced to ditch that script this postseason, has shown some newfound resiliency with two straight come-from-behind wins. For the Chiefs, they've faced the three top six scoring offenses so far this postseason in Miami, Baltimore, and Buffalo, and their defense has held those three offenses to an average of only 13.7 points per game. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey may grab the headlines as the Chiefs' top stars, but it's the defense. That's the biggest reason Kansas City is back in the big game this year, leading me to make a bold decision. Smooth pick for Super Bowl 58. Call it my upset special, Kansas City 24-20. And as you can see, we're sticking with our preseason pick from last September. And it wouldn't surprise us if our prediction comes to fruition. And that's going to do it for another season of Smooth NFL Football Picks. Thanks for subscribing on the podcast and listening on our radio station all year long. We'll have a Super Bowl postgame wrap on Monday starting at 6.30 a.m. Eastern. You can listen at smoothjazzamore.com or you can download the free radio app from TuneIn for your smartphone, tablet, smart speaker, or any Roku player listening device. I'm Mike James. Have a great off-season and we'll see you next time. You're listening to Smooth Jazz and more.